Hi, I'm Eda McAllister, Miss Great Britain 2021, and you're watching the Pageants and PJs podcast. Hello, everyone. I just realized I probably should have announced we're going live on Twitter because everything else has died at this morning. <laughs> um, welcome, everyone, to Pageants and PJs, episode 84. I think it's 84. Yeah, there we go. Our special guest for tonight is a familiar face, just with a different piece of hardware, Eden McAllister. Eden, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Losing my voice a wee bit, but apart from that, um, very well, thank you. How is everyone else? We're good. Oh, okay. Good to be back on YouTube. <laughs> on, on the tubes. The only thing that's working at the moment is YouTube, Twitter, and my phone. And Chloe phoned me this morning whilst I was in the shower. So that was <laughs> that was good fun. Um, well, Eden, how does it feel apart from losing your voice? It sounds like you've been celebrating too much. How how has it been since you've won? I imagine it's been a bit of a whirlwind. Yeah, it's been absolutely crazy. Um, non-stop, um, even before the finals. Obviously, the day before, I had to go to Newcastle for my graduation. And then the finals started on the Thursday, Friday, I won. Um, and then as soon as I got home, I started my Masters at Queen's. So, yeah, I have had non-stop but I wouldn't change it like it's been absolutely amazing and I've already got so many opportunities and everything coming from it I'm just so excited for the year ahead my goodness mm. juggling a master's and Miss Great Britain wow yeah I mean I, it's only starting out so but hopefully it doesn't get too much worse <laughs> what are you doing your master's in I'm doing it in law so I've had a bit yeah, I did say I was like, I want, <laughs> I wanted to turn up on my first day in a pink suit, but Love decided it. not to because I was like, oh, maybe not. <laughs> um, to be fair, <laughs> sorry. Go what on, were you going to say, Chloe? I was going to say, to be fair, we were on a boat till like two a.m. the night before and half asleep. Yeah, Chloe and I went in together on the Monday morning once we got back. Oh, you got to go into the same uni, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So excited. Are you, guys, are you guys roomies or? No. <laughs> although, although, who knows what may happen. Amanda may adopt me. <laughs> I know. We have told her that she's more than welcome to stay here anytime. Oh. Oh. No, oh, but no, we do need to. Chloe, we need to get studying? to the library. <laughs> you like, I can't imagine those two going to the library and actually getting any work done. <laughs> Just be chatting. More the, the time. two people that you don't want beside you in a library. Um, yeah. I think we annoyed an entire plane full of people on our way to Italy. Because I, I when we're together, because... we just 
Eden sent me a couple of videos when I was doing your roast video, and there was a couple on the plane, from the plane. It must have been fairly <laughs> recent because you're wearing masks. And then there was one yeah. where you were in the car, and literally the video starts, you're both sitting in the car, and then, like, Chloe does this <laughs> weird sort of dance move, and then, <laughs> and then you guys started just, like, rapping or something. I'm like, what is this? I mean, I used it in the video, but I had no idea what I was watching. We're the modern-day yeah. Chuckle Brothers for sure. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Daniel was asking Chloe what she's studying. So, Chloe, what are you studying? Um, construction, project management, and building information modeling. Oh. Oh, as Chloe yeah. calls it. Mm. Bim, yeah. Mm. Bim. Bim. <laughs> Bim for short. Bim. So, Chloe will be designing buildings very soon. So. <laughs> Make sure you keep an eye out for those buildings. <laughs> out in Dubai, Chloe, are you? <laughs> Maybe. That would Everyone, be the dream. Everyone's moving to Dubai. I was talking to Evelyn. Yeah. Um, she's moving to Dubai and she said she's got to go out there, get work and get a visa. But, I mean, it just looks like I've never been. Like, I've flown through it because often mm -hmm. the flights from Sydney to the UK go either through Dubai or Abu Dhabi. And it just looks amazing. Like, you look outside and it's just endless expanse of desert with these giant buildings isn't there don't they have that shopping center that's so big mm. it's got like an ice skating uh, rink uh, in it or something? No, it's got a yeah. mountain in it like it's got a ski a ski like resort inside <laughs> i don't know it was that big that i don't remember seeing that part and there was one stage where we me my mom and my stepdad got lost in it and we were trying to find an exit and it was like, I don't know if you've ever seen the Father Ted Christmas special when all these priests are stuck in the shopping centre yeah. and they're trying to get out. That's what it was like because we could not find an exit and we we had to find this man who like guided us to an exit because we had no idea where we were going. <laughs> wow, okay. That sounds that sounds quite intense. Um, why don't we – I can't remember when last time we were on. I know I was speaking to Daniel last week off of it, but why don't we go around the room and um, Daniel and Chloe can catch us up with what's been going on. So, Daniel, what's, um, what's been happening? What's been happening? Um, goodness, what's happened? Obviously, what's the 411? The what's 411 the hot gossip? Seeing what's Eden get crowned. I don't think we've been on since then. So uh, obviously went and watched um, Miss Great Britain, Miss, 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 Miss and Miss Classic. Um, and that was a fun night. We had a great time at the after party. Hung out, finally saw Chloe in the flesh <laughs> properly. I'm a person. <laughs> She's a real person. Um, She's not just a figment of our imagination. <laughs> oh, I remember from that evening at the after party, kept, Chloe kept chasing me around the place, being like, I owe your wine. I, I do. She, she got my wine, and then I owe her. I still owe you that wine. That's it. I'll bring, I'll bring plenty of wine on a ski trip. Yeah, we were at the bar, and obviously I was getting around in, and like I was kind of nursing my wine. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, you I was, took so long to drink yeah, it. Yeah, I did take a long time to drink it, actually. Um, and I think she'd sunk a couple, and she was like, I owe you a wine. Um, <laughs> uh, what else has happened since then? Um, this weekend, what did I get up to? I had a bit of a chilled weekend. Um, How's the cat? Oh, yeah, they, they have been consuming most uh, of my time, to be honest. They are growing. They are getting oh, so big. Um yeah, I think Jordan's gone out to get some extra key litter because we've run out. They just get through it so quickly because obviously it's two of them. It's 
double do the poo. Double the in poos. one hand. Pardon? Do they still fit in one hand or are they no. now too big to oh and man, too really? big for one hand, yes. Yeah, so you've got to uh, pick them up with two hands now. Well, I can pick one up with one hand, but I can't like hold it in one hand anymore. So they're getting really big. Um I'm trying to think what else have I been doing? You've been doing too much, you can't remember all of it. Yeah. I mean that, that's already quite a lot. I mean, I assume you've been busy with work and everything else and whatnot. Well, so. I had lots of inquiries about photography. Like I I go through waves. One minute I'm have an influx of styling clients, and don't get me wrong, this week is pretty jam-packed with styling clients. But recently I've had so many inquiries about my photography, and I'm I can't like honestly, I can't believe my luck, really. I'm obviously getting the gig for um taking the pictures at Miss Wales. Mm. Um and obviously doing a few photo shoots with Jeanette and Gabby that have all been like released and people are starting to see that and people were like oh like I didn't know you were like that good at photography I'm like I oh, know I shocked myself so I've had You're amazing few... thanks babe I've had a few inquiries and they're like what's your rates and I'm like I don't know how much I'm charging because it's all still quite new to me like I had an idea but I don't have my own photography studio that's the first thing so everything I've been doing is pretty much location so it's having to come up and put a price on yourself, and you know you have that little bit of an internal battle about that. So, um, Danielle, at this rate, if you ever took ownership over a pageant, you would literally do everything. So you do the styling, you do the photography, you obviously know about organised events. Yeah. Yeah. Choreography. So I've got a degree in choreography. That's right. So you can do the dance, you can do the opening numbers. So you're going to be doing everything yourself. And this is why I don't take on a pageant because my work really would be cut out for me. <laughs> I don't have time. There's only one of me. You're going to be a one-woman wrecking ball when it <laughs> when it comes to pageants. Uh, you're not selling any more pool tables or trying to hock any more no. stuff when you weird. No, <laughs> The job of last week was we had um, 35 tickets to see uh, the new James Bond movie. Uh, we bought these tickets ages ago um, before I even worked for the company, apparently. But because mm. the Bond movie has been postponed, postponed, push it was back, my job push back, push back, yeah. to reach out to our clients, like our best clients. And um, But because the cinema gave us like a, a heads up like a week and a half before the actual show and everyone had like book, like things... The Fridays were booked mm. up, basically. Um, yeah. So I had to call around everyone, be like, hey, do you want to, this is so random, but do you want to come to the cinema with the company? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was a really good night. Um, we booked out like a nice area of the, um, like, we, I don't know if you've been to the Odeons where they have at like, the gallery. So it's mm. like a, a little private area and then they book out the top section of the cinema. So we did that and we got, all the drinks and all of the sweets and popcorn as much as we could eat, really. So that was good fun. So no, not pool tables. I wasn't shifting pool tables. I was shifting tickets to see James Bond. Was the movie good? It was good, yeah. I'm not a massive fan of Daniel Craig as Bond, personally. So I am excited. Well, that's controversial. Yeah, I'm excited for the next one, uh, whoever they may be. I'm hoping that it is, um, what's his name? Henry Cavill. Oh, he would be lovely. I thought you were um, going to say Henry Golding. <laughs> you didn't love him. <laughs> yeah. That's... Who Henry Golding is. Henry Cavill, He's... I think, would be, make a really good Bond. Um... He would, wouldn't he? I didn't know Henry Cavill was um, British. I thought he was American. Yeah. 
until I saw him doing one of those. Oh wow! Okay, I didn't yeah. know because it's one of those things where you see him interviewing, and he's like, "Why? Why are you putting on a British accent?" It's like, no, "Oh no, he, he actually British. is British." He's actually from um, is it Guernsey? He's from Guernsey, I think it's Guernsey or Jer- Jersey. He's from Jersey, the little island that's off the coast of England. <laughs> Who's that I'm trying to come in? Is that Amanda? Like, go <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> You were exactly like Harold. Every time you get you on, your mum secretly wants to come on and go like, hi, this is what I said. Your mum should be doing a pageant. She's dying to appear on the podcast and then she's breaking down the doors, exactly like Harold. She's like, I've got your laundry for you. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, Hi, mum. She wouldn't want to, no. If there no, was no I, Amanda, I there would be no pleading. Yeah. That is what? very true. That is Eden. true. Eden. Chloe and Eden. You've given yourself a couple's name, have you? Or I plead. Dear me. Are you, are you two those annoying people who finish each other's sentences? No, no, wait, this is <laughs> <laughs> that I think that both protests too much. I was going to say, speaking of movies, are you two those annoying people that when you sit in the cinemas, you never shut up? Um, maybe, yeah, Chloe, you definitely <sighs> are. I can imagine you guys, yeah, <gasps> all the time. <laughs> so, but I mean, hang on, so Daniel and Chloe, you guys actually like met up, right? You saw each other in person, so I could yeah. ask who's the noisier one because Daniel was not quiet, and you said Chloe was following you around going, I owe you a wine, I owe you a wine, in her <laughs> so who's noisier out of the think, two of you? I think I was probably the more chatty one. You were just standing there nodding and smiling. <laughs> was I? I was yeah, thinking, see, is my Cockney a- accent too thick right now? No, I think you probably what it was. a lot of practice listening to your Cockney <laughs> accent. She should fully understand it by now. I think what it was is I was so tired because I actually went to the airport in Paris at like 4 a.m. the day oh, before, yeah. travelled to Dublin, drove four hours from Dublin to Derry, mm. well, got the bus, and then like went home, like said my goodbyes to Ruffles, rest in peace, Ruffles, and then flew over from Escape Britain. So... That was just the, the loveliest lift, like going to Miss Great Britain and your best friend winning was just the real like lift in life that like just warmed my heart. So like, thank you for having me there. And it was lovely to see you, Danielle. And I can't, cannot wait to re- glide along those slopes, live in the dream in a few months time. Um, so yeah, just, just it's feeling grateful that I had that opportunity to, to to go have fun with you guys and you know just live life and that was just mm-hmm. a nice evening we actually this reminds us we actually need to book our flights now yeah yes we do Eden actually said <laughs> I, that the other day she was I like did. Chloe, we still don't have flights uh, you you, you we don't even know where we're that? going into where, where are we flying into like, is it like I don't even know the dates anymore <laughs> Is it? Is it? Wow. Nothing? Okay. You guys are super organised. The eleventh. The eleventh. We don't know when, but I we're going. I think it's the tenth. Yeah. It seems. Yeah, is we'll it? Probably fly on the tenth, and then the festival starts on the eleventh, and it finishes on the eighth. It's a whole week. We're going to be know, absolutely battered. <laughs> I'm going to assume that because 
two of you have titles that there will be a lot of like, you know, the close friends kind of stories, <laughs> maybe not so many of them, you know, close stuff that you friends. can't do in public. <laughs> Um, Chloe, did you did you cry when Eden won? Because I was talking to Eden before you guys popped on, and of course, Eden, she as she said, she cries at everything, and she held mm -hmm. true to her word. So, Chloe, did you cry when she won? I, I did, I did, and I turned to her friend Rosie before she even won, and I was like, in my heart, like Eden has this. I just had this gut feeling, and it, like all the girls were amazing too, but my heart just knew that, like I knew before like it even happened and then the funny thing is because I was so flustered I had to get my dad to pick me up from Birmingham airport I was like hi dad bye dad seen him for 30 minutes um literally got straight oh, to the pageant in like um leggings and a top and a body warmer ran into the toilet shoved the dress on came down and like I was so flustered with a suitcase I had to get some photographer to look after it for me not knowing what was going on and then I just stopped and I just seen her on stage and I was like oh makes it all worth it and like it just it was incredible like it was it's such a beautiful night and to be there with her family and I got the sweetest little picture of her and her dad with it. He got her a big cookie saying, proud of you. Oh. And I'd be there with her mom. Her mom is just the sweetest human ever. And like, we just had the best night and our two best friends, Ariana and Rosie were there and they were just, we were just all so proud of her. Aww. She was amazing. She Stop, was I'm going to cry again. <laughs> um, but she oh, worked so please. hard. You absolutely nailed it on stage. Everything, the on-stage question, when you walked out in your gown, everyone gasped. It was just perfection. Thanks, everyone. I know, Chloe, like, thank you so much, because I know you'd obviously been travelling and then you went to see Ruffles, but it meant so much to me that you, like, still came. I'm going to be oh. best friend, is she? You're going to make me cry now. I know. Is this a therapy cry, session cry, or is this cry, a cry, 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 since no one no one can actually tune in anyway unless they're on YouTube. Uh-oh, uh, uh -oh. he's glitched. Oh, oh, no. oh gosh. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. Oh, he's back. He's back. Yes, Why does it always freeze at the worst time? I was going to show everyone Eden's uh, talent <laughs> video. It is talent. Yes. I can't yeah, my talent, because yeah. Instagram has died a death. So, um, so Eden, just talk us through the, the video because you shot it. It looked like it was in a car park. Yeah. Oh, like it's literally the craziest story um, because – my friend here um it was actually i was well i was doing the routine in you know, like pure gym i don't know if you've ever been to pure gym but it's all very bright white lights white walls all very clean so i was in there practicing waiting for my friend here she was finishing work at about half one in the morning um so that she could come and record it for me and whenever she arrived she, we like recorded it and she just turned to me and we, we both watched it we just looked at each other and we're like this isn't right like <laughs> it doesn't look right because I'm trying to portray and get across you know this message but yet I'm in such like a a clean a bright, bright I don't know the settings mm. just didn't feel right to me mm. so we drove around Newcastle at 4am in the morning found this like like 
derelict car park, nobody about. Um, we parked the car, put my like full beams on in the car, and I did it in this car park like concrete. Oh. I was jumping up and down on my knees, and like you should have seen the bruises and cuts I had the next day. But it was so worth it because I don't know. I think it just got that message across that little bit more. You know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It just seemed right. <laughs> so the bruises were definitely worth it. I haven't seen it because they couldn't play the um, talents on the night, which yeah. is such a shame. Yeah, well, every time I went to... On, you can you can see yeah. it. I, I yeah. didn't say the lights in the video, Eden, they were your friend's headlights. Yeah, my, well, my car's headlights, I literally put full beans and, and she just, like, oh, follows me about. <laughs> I never so realised that. Right yeah, I thought you got a videographer yeah. for that. I didn't realise that. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. It was um, literally I, on my iPhone. Like, like, that was it. Really... I figured you were shooting like really early in the morning or late at night because it looked like a car park and there was no one behind you, which obviously if you're shooting something like that, you don't want people staring at you. But yeah. I didn't realize that you shot it before in like a squeaky clean sort of gym area, but that you've said yeah. that it makes sense because it wouldn't have, I don't think the message would have worked as well because mm, the message no, is kind yeah. of it would have been and dark and then you're in a really happy, cheerful place. It doesn't really work. Yeah. No, I'm so glad that we we did that. But yeah, no, definitely thank you to Tay at half four in the morning. Um, <laughs> I think I drove her home and I dropped her off. By the time I parked my car and walked back to my house, um, the sun had already be, like came up as I was walking back to my flat. <laughs> and then I sat for two hours and edited the video because it was June at 8am. Oh like, my goodness. I was literally like sat from. there like editing it. Um, my mum knew that I'd been up like all night recording it. So she woke up, I think, about 6 a.m. She was like, I can't sleep. Let me see it. Aww. And I sent it to her and she just replied and was like, I, I have I have goosebumps. Like she was crying. I was like, Aww. okay. I was like, I finished it. And then I obviously went to sleep for the rest of the day. <laughs> Fair enough. Amazing. I will yeah. deserve sleep. How much did it hurt throwing yourself around in a car park on concrete because that's a apart from the visual impact i saw the message which i thought was amazing and then immediately my brain goes to hang on that's oh. concrete and there's no mat down or anything it's a car park that yeah. must have hurt doing those sorts Ooh. of things you were doing on the concrete yeah um i think like because i've i started gymnastics and dance um i don't know like I think I was two when I first got into all of it and obviously I've danced every, here there and everywhere so I have danced on like hard floors a lot and I think whenever I'm dancing I'm very much I'm just in it I'm not really thinking about anything else so I didn't actually I don't think I realized that it was sore until like afterwards I looked down I had like my like the blood was actually running and the bruises because you know when the bruises normally take a while mm. to show up and I like, know yeah. they were like very much there I, I have a photo actually um oh yeah yeah it was it was the next day it was really sore I couldn't really like the movement in my knees because of the bruises so like <laughs> if I tried to like bend my knees or like straighten them from being bent um it was a bit sore but Okay, again it was worth it <laughs> and like whenever I thought about it like yeah whenever I put up the photo of you know 
all my bruises and stuff the next day everyone was replying and saying oh my goodness that looks so sore but it like mm. would, doesn't even come near to equal the amount of pain and suffering that you know the people that I was getting that message across for it doesn't compare to that so um, well, yeah, I'll see if I can find this. Short because I'll just, um, whilst Eden's trying to find that, I'm going to bring up Instagram and see if it's working now. No, it's died a death. Did you win, Talon? No, no. Um, Emma won that. Um, she was singer. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. But I know I would have loved it because we got to see little snippets um, because they – did like a practice mm. run to make sure the videos were working and like everyone's talents were just incredible. So I was looking mm. forward to be able to, you know, see the full videos. Um, so it was a shame that it wasn't working. Well, they couldn't give you every award now, could they? I was going to <laughs> you, say. You got you, Beachbody, you didn't you? You got Beachbody, the body yeah. award. Yeah. I was so not expecting that one. Like, I was you know actually... What? You deserved it. <laughs> There's a long history with Miss Great Britain. Usually the person that wins Beachbody wins. Oh, really? I, don't know, I don't know if you've ever noticed that, but usually no. whoever wins Beachbody usually wins the whole thing. So as soon as they called you for Beachbody, I was like, she's done it. Oh, my goodness. No. Yeah, I, I just was not expecting <laughs> I'm kinda that I'm kind of glad you didn't know that. I'm kind of glad that you didn't know that. Otherwise, in your head, you'd have been yeah. like, I won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. And then if I didn't win, and I'd be like, oh, I won Beachbody and I didn't win. <laughs> yeah. I've got this video or photo. So this was like straight after. Um, like whenever I got back in the car. Oh. So that was like immediately after. And then this was the next day. Um, well, not the next day. I got back at, I got back at about five, well, half five, six, and I got straight into the shower. And then I took this straight after the shower. Like, this was... <laughs> no. So, I know because whenever I saw the... Um, whenever I saw them at first of all, I was like, oh, it might just be dirt, you know, from the car park. And then I, I got in the dirt. shower and I was like, ow! Oh. That's very, very deep ingrained dirt. There was um, a friend of mine, the first pageant girl I ever interviewed, uh, I, I saw a TikTok that she'd put up. Um, and she had a bit too much to drink. She's not in pageants anymore. And she literally woke up the next morning and she had bruises all over her legs. And she, she was like, I don't know how this happened. She couldn't remember the last night. But she had some, some kind of anemia. It's like, she, I think she said white iron deficiency or something. And as bad as your legs look there, you should have, her legs, they were more black and blue than white. It was terrible. She looked like she'd been in some kind of car accident. So it seems to... Is it a thing that pageant girls are clumsy? It seems to be this recurring theme. You guys end up with bruises from your legs and you go, how did that bruise get there? How did that bruise get there? And it's like Chloe's laughing. Is this you, Chloe? Do you just wake up with bruises? I I trip over thin air. I literally do. You know what? It's actually surprising. I need bubble wrap. When you watch the swimwear, that's the one thing that my eyes always go to. Is if anyone like has any bruises? Because like mm. you can see if someone's got bruises when they're walking in the swimwear round, mm-hmm. uh, and it's quite a common thing. And I'm like, oh, she should have covered up that bruise. I think there was someone at Miss Great Britain, and I was so far away from the stage, I don't know how I managed to see a bruise on someone's leg. And I was just like, that's a bruise on someone's leg. And I'm like 90 miles away from the stage, and I can see it this far back. Um, I would hate to be a contestant with you judging. 
Like you, you, you just see everything, Danielle. I, I, I know biggest, it's bad. Can't hide anything peeve. from you. My biggest pet peeve. I've got lots of them, but one thing that I always notice is when the toes are hanging off the edge of the shoes. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're hanging on for dear life, and the claws are coming out <laughs> over the top of the shoe. We I know we what you mean. This when we had Maria on, and I had seen that so often that I just thought, oh, that's par for the course. Like that must be normal. So it was a shock for me to find out it's not supposed to be like that because you know you see the toes and they're yeah, they're, they're supposed ho- to be in the shoe, not hanging off. Yeah, it doesn't look very sort of elegant when your toes no. are like you know. Oh my God, I'm going to fall out of my it's shoes. Like a tarantula escaping from its cage. <laughs> I got those. Um, I got those. You know the Kurt Geiger shoes. That uh, everyone's getting the, the nan. Oh, the Sammies. Yeah, the Sammies. Yeah. So I got them. Um, but I don't know. My baby toe sort of like sticks out the side of it. Hi, uh, guys. <laughs> like, and I tried to. I was like, right. I'm going to plaster up my toes together so that it can't like slip out the side and I think because I was so nervous like <laughs> my feet got sweaty and the plasters like came off and all I can see in the photos is like a little plaster <laughs> I'm like it literally no, comes no, in the evening look at the photos and just look for this baby no toe. like evening was fine because you couldn't see my feet but it was um yeah I think swimwear I could like just see my toe like coming out and I was like oh, oh no, no. there's nothing worse <laughs> I'm not a fan of the Sammies a lot of people are buying this this Sammy I just don't think it's very elegant personally but mm. but there's not many really shoes of... in the market what's yeah. your favorite shoe um my favorite shoe well the one that I wear I wear a second like it was an office a couple of years ago it was office an office shoe it's got like a, a one inch or maybe just under one inch of the platforms it's not very big strappy nude do you want to grab them but yeah. anything that's like more barely there and nude with a minimal platform yeah. yeah I think that's why I liked the I got the Sammy ones to replace my Tippy tops, tops because I thought tops. their platform just looked too big. Look, yeah, yeah, I'm not having tippy tops. Either. I'm only five five, so I was a Do bit like, a okay, I want some height. Um, so I did. I, that's why I liked the Sammy ones because the platform isn't as Ridiculous. big as yeah. yeah. Right, I want to so. grab mine. I've seen these um for sale on Facebook Marketplace. What size are you? I've seen them in the size six for sale. I'm a four. You're four. Oh, okay, I'll keep my eyes peeled. I like feel, to feel okay. free to um, feel free to bring back a cat. I'll, I'll bring a cat as well. I'll bring the shoes and the cat. A cat. Uh-huh. <laughs> a cat. I don't care about the shoes, but I would like to see the cat. Is, is there any particular reason why certain shoes become so popular in pageantry? Like I've heard tippy tops thrown around so often, I had no idea what they were. I didn't realize they were a particular brand. What what makes Tippy Top such a popular brand? So I think because Chinese Laundry sponsored Miss Universe and Miss USA, like they became a big brand in the pageant industry. So then Kurt Geiger brought out ones over here, which a lot of the UK girls started to use because they were similar to the Chinese Laundry ones. And so this is the angel. Oh, oh, so cute. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> hey! Oh. Oh, oh no! I want to look at her eyes. Oh, she looks so fluffy. 
It's a he. Oh, so he's just two, boys. Boys. two boys, Morris um, and Murphy. Yeah. Is this Morris or Murphy? This is Morris. Morris. Oh. Morris is the little angel. Like he, he's purring now. I don't know he's if you can playing can you with hear? your um <laughs> No. He's gonna start playing with your headphones, it looks like. He's like looking at the cord and he looks like he's about to start batting it around. Oh, Yes, his eyes are so beautiful. This is much more interesting. (laughs) Oh, look at the fur! It's kind of like it's like wool. It's not like I just want to stroke him. He's so good. He's a little angel. This one, and he's a typical ragdoll where they just so fluffy. No bones. No bones. No bones. Um, Jordan picked him up and then like put him down on the floor, but like. You know, from a height, you can kind of drop a cat and they'll land on their feet. Do you know what yeah. I mean? No, not yeah. rag, not this one. It, it oh. he just like dead weight hit the floor and he felt so bad. He was like, a normal cat just lands on its feet. This just hit that the floor like, like dead weight. <laughs> <laughs> poor little thing. <laughs> poor Too comfortable. But he fall as- he falls asleep on me, just like me being a baby like this. I don't know if it's a ragdoll thing. Like, I can pick up my ragdoll, who obviously is not a kitten anymore. You know when they sleep, they're lying on their sides and they're curled up. Yeah. I can put both hands under him, pick him up, take him upstairs, and then put him down, and he just keeps sleeping. He doesn't move. Yeah. It's not a normal cat behavior. He's so yeah. sort of just floppy. Floppy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Waking him up by the so looks floppy. of it. Oh. He's so floppy. Oh. Right, let me take him back out and I'll show you the shoe. Oh, I was enjoying the cat. I love cats. Yeah. Can you get yourself a cat, Chloe, or you can't have pets where you're at? I was actually thinking that because uh, my roommate, Kiva, was telling me the neighbours got cats because I was just terrified to go out and leave the bin out because I have this phobia if I see a mouse. Like, I will cry like mice or like my biggest like fear in life. They're just because I lived in Belfast before and I found out that a guy in my class who lived a few doors up the road, basically, like because he lived at the side where like an alleyway was like lots of mice got into his house. So I'm just petrified now. So I'm like, I feel like getting a cat because I'm in Belfast. And last time I lived in Belfast, I lived near a guy who. So, yeah, had loads of mice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the cat. How do you, how do you spell <laughs> your your housemate's name? Is it C A O I M H E? You see, some people spell it with a B. I'm not too sure. What's his Kiva's What's his name? Like a B. Yeah. Kiva, but Kiva. it's spelled like Yamhi. Like like Siobhan <laughs> is spelled with a B. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I know. Yeah, but I know I what I used to go with. Name, and I I couldn't work out how to pronounce it. I was like, I'm sure it's not going to be Kaomhi. Like, yeah. sounds, I know it's not that, but I had no idea what it would be. So it's Kiva, okay? Because it's like Neve, Kiva, Siobhan. Yeah. yeah, I I live with a Kiva and an Efa, and Efa's name spelled E O I F E. Oh, I've seen that like one as well. Elf. It's not, okay, so it's, it's not Eof. It's not Eof. Eof. Okay. No, it's Eof. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, yeah, I know it's Oi, like Yoast, but at the same time, I have no idea how to actually pronounce it because the way it's spelt and the way you pronounce it are just so different. So it's, mm-hmm. yeah, Kiva. Okay. Kiva. All right. I'm going to have to brush up on my on my Irish names. Irish. And you want to brush through these shoes since you got the shoe? Oh, yeah. So these are my, like, practice shoes. So they're very scraped. I have an identical pair, which are pristine. Um, so Those are lovely. They've got a nice little they platform, nice. nothing too high. Um, mm-hmm. And then when you cut the platform away from the heel, they're not ridiculously skyscraper. And then they're quite, like, elegant in the front as yeah. well. Yeah, and they've got the, the strap on top, which secures it at the top. So these are, like, my go-to shoe and these went in the sale i got these for 20 pounds from office and i got two pairs and i saved one for stage and then one for practice so they're nice and scratched um yeah very comfy i also got them in rose gold as well for appearances um but i'd look out i like office better than kurt geiger i find kurt geiger shoes quite clumsy personally like the nanettes do you remember the nanettes everyone was wearing those for a while Mm. and the massive platform i think they're a little bit too much as well but something like this yeah you know, a little bit can you see that can you see that you know the, like people put their hand behind <laughs> since we're on youtube um i think that's a lot more elegant than some oh yeah i get what you're doing <laughs> <laughs> Chloe's got it. like the product yeah like that? can you see that i'm not blinding what, you what's so what what makes a shoe? Because I was thinking about this the other day, weirdly enough. Like, what makes a difference between shoes? So, if the toe's hanging off, I assume it's just a size thing, or the way mm-hmm. the sole is cut out is like weird. Like, maybe there's nothing under the little toe. I have no idea. But like, what makes a shoe comfortable or clumsy? Like, I think we were talking about this with Maria. So, what makes it yeah, comfortable is if you cut away the platform. So, really, this is. The height that we're dealing mm. with is actually that much. It's going to be the pressure that's going to be putting on your your balls of your feet. So it's not ridiculous. Yeah. That's why you want a little bit of a platform, especially if you're more vertically challenged. Um, having a platform is a good so idea. So all of you, right? Yeah. <laughs> Going up against like the six footers, yeah, we need a little bit of extra. But then you mm. don't want to have like, a, I call them the monster platforms, they, they make me very nervous when people are walking. I'm just scared that someone's going to roll an ankle. Um, whenever yeah. I watch, like, any of the Filipino girls walk in their heels, I'm like, come on, girls. Like, we need to go down the platform. Um, mm-hmm. um, yep. And then you need, to get a nude. you need to get a nude that's going to match your skin color as well. Like, this is, like, more of a warmer right. tan. So yeah. when I'm fake tan, they don't look too, like, light on me as well. Right. Because there's a lot of nudes out there are too too light. Um, yeah. So there's a lot there's a lot of things to take into consideration. And I've actually designed a shoe. Um, designed a shoe years ago, but I just haven't managed to get around to making it. The joys of running two small businesses and having a full time job. And the raincoat. It would be it would be really uh, interesting <laughs> to actually design and the a raincoat. Shoe. Yes. and the umbrella and like all oh, i've got so many business plans. i think i run on my business plans past chloe um <laughs> but it's just getting around to doing it i actually found a factory in italy that i wanted to make the perfect pageant shoe basically and mm-hmm. it was going to come in a range of different skin tones because i want it to be really um just 
able for everyone to be able to find their skin tone, just like picking a foundation. Um, so I, the aim yeah. was to have eight different skin tones. Eight's my lucky number, and I think that's a good number to start with, really. But yeah, I've already designed one. I designed someone one years ago, but it's just getting it made. And I've seen others that are on the market. I know, and like people are already jumping on the bandwagon. I know that there's um, a shoe company in America that now does um, a shoe in all different skin, t- skin tones now, which is really frustrating because I had this idea like eight years ago and I just never acted on it. And even Louboutin produced um, a shoes with different uh, skin color range. So I should have should have done well, it a long time ago. When you different skin color range, I'm assuming that there mm-hmm. are dark ones in there as well, right? Because I was having a coaching oh, yeah. session with uh, Annette, who you know as well, because I threw her at you. Yeah. And we worked out her advocacy, which was foundation-wise. Um, I think it was foundations. They were calling things nude, which obviously she's a very dark skin tone. Mm-hmm. And for her, she literally felt left out because she'd go to the supermarket, see a bajillion different shades of you know, nude. skin tones. Yeah, and what she is still nude? Couldn't find, yeah, she couldn't find one that suited her. And I think the shoe company sent them like what was supposed to be nude colored shoes. But obviously when you're as dark as she was, she couldn't wear them because they're definitely not nude on her. No, yeah. So it's a that, it's that a was the whole thing. I wanted I wanted it to be widely available for everyone to have their own skin mm. skin color, um, have their shade. It's really important um, because you want the shoe to elongate your leg. And if you have a deeper skin tone, oh, we have to be real now, we don't cater to it. Like, And it's yeah. atrocious that we don't cater to it. And it, it's supposed to elongate your leg. And in fact, it's going to shorten your leg because the color is going to be so such a stark difference. Um, yeah. it does, it's not going to elongate your leg. So you need to make sure that you pick the right um, nude for you. Um, yeah. That was my plan, but I still haven't done it. I'll do it eventually when I've got some more money in the kitty from the pageant stylist. I'm saving my pennies, don't say guys. Money in the kitty. Kitty's like money. what? I need money. Money up there. I do. Oh, no, God, you know like, what? Yo. You know how expensive it is. Okay. Like, no, not in the actual kitty. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like put money in the kitty. Uh, and you just had a kitty. It's like no, don't put it up there. Not putting money in him. Bless him. <laughs> Right. But I need to like all the samples and I want it to be premium. If I'm going to do have my own product, I want it to be something that I would aspire to buy. I want it to be like a premium quality leather sole, something that's going to last the, the, the test of time. I don't want it to be plastic, lightweight and fall apart. You don't feel sturdy in it. I want it to be a really well-built Italian shoe. I want it to be the Rolls Royce of, sh- of pageant shoes, basically. That was my vision. I, I, know, what, I know what you should call the, the, the style, one of the lines. It should literally just be called bougie. Bougie. So are you. <laughs> and then people can I think and I, do the I think I would like... <laughs> eventually create I I've created like other looks than just pageant ones like mainstream nice because I really love yeah. designer shoes I've got a des- my designer shoe collection is massively growing if I did a bougie shoe it'd be have to be a bougie boot We're, women I mean this is one I thing like that's that often idea. the bougie boots. yeah women are so some women anyway are so crazy about shoes it boggles like if you would ask me how many pairs of yeah <laughs> I, I figured it's out yeah but, for example, how many pairs of shoes do I have? Okay, so I've got one formal pair, black, 
one whack, wackadoodle pair that's formal but red. It's like giant clown shoes that also have really slippy soles that try to kill me. Bought those in the UK. Then I have things for running around in and just slumming around in. And then I have my tennis shoes. I have four pairs. Have any of you ever seen Eden's TikTok with her shoes? No, Eden? No, I, I need four. to see this. Oh, my I goodness. Think, oh, my oh my God. Is, is it the one that goes, oh, my God, shoes? Yeah. yeah. Shoes. I think I might have seen it. Like, my mum, like, well, my mum and I have, <laughs> <laughs> see, I have, I have, like, a wardrobe of, um, like, my own shoes, and it, well, it's, it's oh my goodness, it's crazy. Oh, you're right there, Sorry, I was going to look up Eden's TikTok, it's the only thing that's working, I wanted to find this TikTok, so keep going, sorry. <laughs> so you just um, combined then... your shoe collection together? No, so mine stay in that room. Um, and then my mum has in her walk-in wardrobe, she has like this wall of just like our like good shoes. So like all our designer Louboutins and they've got like little spotlights on them and she's got a Louboutin Barbie doll. We've got all our Louboutin books to go with the shoes. Like it's just incredible. So that's Spotlight. like, it's like our in good your house. shoes. I love it. It's a shrine to the shoes. <laughs> Yeah, my my mum definitely started the whole shoe obsession, and I feel now like, I'm just as worse. I feel like I need to go like to brunch with worst. your mum. I like I love your mum, and I need to raid her closet. Yeah, well, all I'm thinking is I'm like I'm literally just inheriting all of these shoes. Like, <laughs> so excited. I mean, they're already mine. I'm literally just going in. I'm like, can I borrow these pair? <laughs> I mean, I've got my own as well, but size. I'm like, okay, on them. Are you two the same size? Yeah. Do you wear the same? Oh, you didn't answer my question, Eden. How many? Give oh. a ballpark figure. How many oh, pairs I... of shoes are we talking about? No, I, I literally couldn't. No. You're but like you need, Celine. I mean, just... <laughs> you need shoes for different occasions. There's different yeah. heel heights. There's different thickness of heels. There's different colours. Is it you know? A day shoe? Is it like you've got sensible work shoes? You've got more sensible evening shoes? Like there's a wide variety of shoe. I made a shoe order a few weeks back and I ordered 11 pairs of shoes just in one order. <gasps> I love it. So, <laughs> office had a sale on. Well, you know, I... when a guy goes out and needs to put on shoes, literally the thought process is, what what pair of shoes is is that near the door? Oh, they oh they'll do. I'll put those on. And I just love how different the thought process is between it's got to be this color, it's got to be this tall, and it's got to match with this and match with that. And I'm just like, yeah, I wear those shoes for everything. <laughs> it's I'm the same, Adrian. Process. Oh, are you? I, mean, yeah. I, I know not every woman is crazy about shoes, but like Celine Dion is famous. She's got one of those. Um, she's got an electric like app at home, and she she's got a keypad, and she and then like it'll serve her up pairs of shoes and like give her like it's got a bit of an AI thing that goes, oh, I'm wearing this dress. What would go with it? And she puts it in, and it serves up like. I don't know how many pairs of shoes she has. And then going way back, like Danielle, when we in, had um, Serena on, she has an air-conditioned storage unit for just for her shoes. Like literally, it's like yeah. one of the you know, secret bunker. She's got that for her shoes. So there are some of you who are just so crazy about shoes. 
And then there's me who I change my shoes when it's got a hole in it. That, that's, that's <laughs> but the whole I idea is that you don't want your shoes to get holes in them. So you spread the wear out. So your shoes always look good. Yes. Because you're spreading but I the feel wear proud. out. I feel proud when I wear my shoes out because it means I've been running around a lot. So you should see my tennis shoes. They, they've gone completely smooth on the bottom, worn them completely out. I actually need to buy a new, a new pair of uh, tennis shoes. But uh, oh, there you go. But girls shoes. have like boots as well. We can have like ankle boots, knee high boots, thigh high boots. We've got a lot more options than like guys have to choose from. Yes. So. Yeah. Yes. I, I don't have to worry about knee high boots. That's not something that I've. Um, I do have a pair of cowboy boots, embarrassingly enough. There's a photo of me from back when I was in uni wearing all denim. I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember Yee-haw! the all denim craze. Um, denim shirt, Justin blue Kimberley. denim trousers, and yeah, and, a ca- and cowboy boots. Denim on denim. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah and, bra- and it was frosted for a photo tips. shoot. And I was wearing a leather jacket. Yes, frosted tips. Oh, it was so bad. And it was this, it's this place called Star Shot, and they call it glamour photography. And they make it look, you know, like K-pop, where mm-hmm. the men look, they're wearing a lot of makeup and they look quite effeminate. They made me into that. And I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on a chair with my leg up on my other leg, my foot up on my other leg, and I've got my hand underneath my, like, face like this, and I, oh, I need to so see bad. it. I need to no. see it as well. <laughs> I think I burnt it. I, I actually paid like hundreds of dollars for the prints. I'm sure I threw it out because like, I can't. I, I can't must be missing a this. trick here because I could be making Why? thousands of pounds with charging the, for these types of dodgy images. That's how photographers work. Photographers, they give you the session for free, that, at least in Australia, and they'll say it's worth three or $400, which fair enough because it's a proper studio. But then if you want the actual prints, even if it's a digital one with yeah. no editing, they will charge you 40 50 100 yeah. The place I had my um, black and white shoot at for my book, it was $400, I think, per photo. And if you paid 1000 or $2,000, you'd get 10 um, And I had a few friends go there, and I don't think any of them bought the prints because they were just so – they were amazing photos, don't get me wrong. But just $400 for – you know, a nah. photo, it just seemed a bit too much. Yeah, that's um, excessive. I have a grudge yeah. paying the £20 when I go to Orton Towers. Isn't that a... We didn't even get any photos over there. <laughs> that's what we went. Um, that's how I celebrated winning. We all went to Orton Towers on the Sunday before we drove back home. It was like the best day ever. You can go down the log room with the crown on like... I replaced the log bloom with um, the wicker man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that for the log bloom? You find it. Yeah, it's like this wooden roller coaster. Eden was about to film herself on it, and she's like, "Thank God I didn't, because it was so rickety." (laughs) Yeah, it was. See, like as soon as I won, all Chloe had been saying to me all day. Like Friday night, and then all day Saturday, she just, just turned out to me and she go, Eden, I'm like deadly serious, Eden, you're Miss Great Britain. <laughs> and every time she said it, no, literally every time she said it, I just wanted to let out this big, massive scream. But I was like, I can't because every like we were always in like a public like place, like we were shopping or like in the hotel. Like I, I was just like, turned I can't her and say, I just scream. 
so I said to her, I was like, Chloe, like when we get on a roller coaster, I was like, I need you to turn around to me. When we get to the top, like when we're climbing, I was like, when we hit the top, you need to turn around to me and say it to me then. And I'm just going to let out the like massive scream going down. And then I thought, oh my goodness, I want to make a reel of that. Like it would be so cool being like, Chloe said it. And yeah. <laughs> so it's we, impossible on a roller coaster. We, yeah, no, we literally yeah. couldn't stop laughing because it was a wooden roller coaster as well and they're so shaky and it was as soon as we went on it like literally we were flung about everywhere like is that the one you hurt your neck on Chloe <laughs> imagine us trying to have our phone out literally no I, I yeah. wouldn't be scared I'm not scared of roller coasters except ones that are rickety because I feel like I'm going to fly mm. off the roller coaster in my car to my death it's not you, rickety you can, roller, roller coasters. coasters. Not you can do that on Oblivion. Did, did you go on Oblivion? Oblivion? I love yeah. Oblivion, but you couldn't film yourself in Oblivion because that, like, I would be so scared if you dropped your What's phone. What's Oblivion? Is that just and a that, And that black hole yeah. of nothing. Yeah, it literally <laughs> takes you really high up and then it, like, it, and just drops no, it kind of leans you over the edge where you're, like, dangling. You can basically see your death. And they, they hold nice. you there for like a couple of seconds and then it just cuts and just drops. But then you go all the way underground. It's such a high. You get a hit but, by all this like smoke. It's like, yeah. Oh, God. But because you're okay. like dangling over and you just feel like it just dropped. Um, I wasn't expecting that at all. I, I'd been to Alton Towers before, but it was years ago. And um, I was like, whenever we were in the queues, because the queues were obviously you had to wait you know to get on the ride so I was trying to reply to as many people as I could because I knew we were going to be driving for six hours and I wouldn't be able to reply to anyone so I was like okay I'm really sorry girls I'm not being rude but I just want to get through messages people don't think I'm mm. ignoring them or anything um so I wasn't I didn't even like look at the roller coaster because normally you know when you're waiting in the queue you watch people on it yeah. so I wasn't even paying attention and I just like got on this roller coaster sat down <laughs> next thing she I had like, so yeah, I just went over this edge and I was like, I got off it and I was like, I don't know what I was expecting, but it was not that. Like, I actually ended up here messaging on my DMs, like, ah. It was so funny because she was like holding up her phone and like she's doing this, and then like all these messages started popping up. Like, whenever she won, like uh, her phone went crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, we, we don't have to worry she about She was like Instagram refreshing her Instagram and like all these messages were popping up. It was crazy. Aww. I know it took well, me a good, good yeah it took me a good like I think four days to actually reply to Instagram messages alone and I had to go on to yeah. like everything else and I felt really <laughs> bad because it took me so long to reply to some people I was no, like, no, 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 no. It's, it's sweeter than to send you a message like I sometimes to this day still find messages or comments yeah. and things that I haven't responded, and I thought, oh god, I'm such an mm. awful person. I feel, not yeah, you feel so guilty, but, don't you? But because like it's it's constant, and there's so much going on. Like people understand. People just want to say something nice to you. They don't expect anything in return, really, because they know mm. that your phone's blowing up. That's why if I message someone like congratulations, I, I'm saying it in like with the pretense that they're not going to message me back because mm. I know that it goes wild. And I think it's not until you have a big win. You don't realize until yeah. you know. No, and I don't think anyone's hanging on waiting for a response back anyway. I think people just want to send. Well, you some a people message. are. Some people are yeah, weird that, that way. Then people you don't need in your life. Well, that's what I mean. 
yeah, that, that that's what I mean. Um, but yeah, if yeah. this one thing that we said about Nadia when she was at Universe, one thing Daniel actually said was that she was really good on her socials because Nadia, as busy as she got yeah, at Universe, she was so good. Universe internationally, even if she didn't have time to respond, she would heart the message yeah. so that. If you were a fan, you'd just be like, oh, she saw it and she responded to it, which to mm-hmm. pageant fans in particular, like as a friend, you kind of go, I'm sure she's busy. So sometimes I actually refrain from sending messages because I don't yeah. want to put the obligation on them to feel like, oh, they have to respond to me. But if you're a pageant fan and you see these amazing women and you send it, it's just nice, I think, to interact with your fans, whereas some some title holders, and this this actually bugs me quite a lot. I was thinking about it yesterday. They literally never interact with their fans. Like yeah. in, in their own photos, they never reply. If they're tagged in a photo, they never reply, which I don't think is good. Well, I have noticed with some people, they go to an international and they mm. respond to all the fans, but like the actual real people in their lives, they tend to ignore, um, which mm. is a bit strange because because they've got an influx of all this new and everyone's like sending them compliments and it's all nice. Yep. And I think like when it's like real life people, they're like, Meow, I'll just message them later. Yeah. It's dangerous. So there's, there's, so yeah. You always got to remember where you come from. And, you know, those mm. fans will love you one moment and then when you've not got the crown anymore, they'll ditch you I like you're in yesterday's you. business. Exactly. That's for just sure. the way it goes. But your friends and family, um, better hope they could be around for when you don't have the crown on your head because mm-hmm. can't always have a crown, although mm. Danielle and Eden might prove. Li- literally, when was the last time you guys were crownless? How many years, oh, years ago? Oh, Eden was before me. Was she before me? Yeah, no, yeah, no. Well, two weeks ago. <laughs> I mean, but you, you, had you was without a crown for like a Yeah, I had, I, I think I was, yeah, um, was. When was you crowned pageant girl? Before the pandemic. Years. Yeah, About 20 years, um, yeah. 2019. Um, so, yeah, I had that for two years. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. I know I think a lot of people didn't understand whenever I announced, obviously. Mm. I, that I was but you did the right thing. Ribbon. You 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 wanted to do it. Like you said, you had an extended mm. reign. No one expects to reign for like two, two and a years. half years. Um, yeah. And it's something well, you always wanted to do. And you did it the right yeah. way. You didn't make a formal announcement until you'd done your duty and handing it over. And you mm-hmm. did it the right way instead of some people. I mean, I've known people to give up crowns to just jump to another one. So you, you did it yeah, the right no, way. Yeah, no. I always knew that, you know, I wanted to do Miss GV in 2021. Um, I obviously didn't expect the whole world to stop and put a hold on all the plans and everything so and whenever I came around to it and you know the final dates were released and I was like okay my handover is going to be before the final do I still do it this year and you know I was I was a bit hemming and hamming because I was like I've got about about less than two months actually but I had been working in the background for it anyways and I thought you know like if that, like brings... in the last year, yeah, if it's taught us anything, it's that we don't know what's around the corner and, you know, take every day as it comes and live every single moment that you can. So I thought to myself, I was like, no, I'm not waiting. I said, you know, this is what I wanted to do. I have been working behind. I'm not waiting another year for it. It's like, I'm just going to go ahead mm-hmm. and do it. And, and I'm also, so glad I, I did like... it. <laughs> 
there shouldn't be pressure on people to feel like they need a whole year to prepare for things mm. like two months mm. was clearly enough for you to get the crown and that should be a big enough message to all of the girls yeah. to say look you don't need to be busting your guts for two years for a, a title and think that you're entitled to a title just because you've worked so hard for a year mm. it doesn't matter whether you've worked a whole year or a whole week the best girl will win on the day um i think i know that one girl got a little bit of a um, uh negative uh, comments recently. Ophelia, who won Miss Diamond UK, um, she entered two weeks before the pageant and she won. Mm. She absolutely smashed it on the day. She was phenomenal. Mm. I was a judge, so I got to see her in every single round and she knocked it out of the park. I pretty much, I think I gave her full marks for everything because she was so brilliant. But yeah. that's why she won, because she was the best one on the day. It doesn't matter if you've got two years or two weeks to prepare for something. If you're the right person yeah. for the job, you are the right person yeah. for the job. And I really don't like this mentality of people thinking you need to work hard, you need to work hard, and you'll get the crown. Like, no, you can just be the right person for the job. You don't need to be, you know, yeah. My rant is yeah. over on that, because I think there's this, there <laughs> is... Job? Yeah, it seems like there's more. There's I mean, more that needs to come out. No, just because yeah. just, there is a real thing no. here in the UK pageantry now that people think they're entitled to a crown just because they've done a million appearances, and it doesn't really matter if you've done five million appearances or five. The the right person must work on the will win on the day, and just because you've done technically more than that person does not mean that you are the 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 right person to take the crown. Yeah. And that's my TED talk. Thank you for attending. I know. I mean, I know I only had um, like literally less than two months, but what I did in those two months, like I was so proud of myself. You know, I literally anything that I could do, I I, I literally have my book here. <laughs> the book Louie always talks about that I get made oh, for my thing. Like it's... This is my book <laughs> for my parents. So but like I ended up doing so much and like I raised over four thousand pounds for charity in that short time as well and I said wow. to myself like I know I only had like less than two months but even if I didn't take away the crown like I was so proud of what I'd done just in that short yeah. amount of time um and I was going to continue obviously working and doing it for the year because I literally you know it was funny when we were backstage and um, it was before the winner was called and it was just the top 12 of us sitting there and everyone was we were just talking about how much of a good time we had over the two days. Like it was just incredible experience. And I said, I was like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm definitely coming back next year. <laughs> and someone turned around to me and was like, well, well you can't like, do what that now. They, yeah, they said, what if you don't, they said, well, what if you don't have to come back next year? <laughs> we were literally just sat there on the floor. We were just talking. And I said, oh yeah. I said, well, I literally I turned around and said, whether I'm coming back next year to hand over the crown or if I'm coming back to get that crown, I will be back on this stage next year. And oh. like when I thought about it, and so I'm coming back to hand over, but yeah, no, it was just an incredible experience. And I'm so glad that I ended up, you know, doing it this year. Show us the book again. Show us the book again. Come on, show us that book. I love this that book. Book. <laughs> this is the front, oh. and then I have Victoria's secret right there. Inside. And then the back. <laughs> yeah, so Aww. 
my brilliant mum helps me get my books <laughs> done for all of my pageants and stuff. So, oh. yeah. That, that's <laughs> about the size of the next edition of confession, Confessions that we're doing. It, it's about that size. So Coffee table it's just the, Yeah, the, yeah. the colour photos look so, so amazing. And, like, most of you girls would have so many photos that you know you, you you it's hard to choose just one because also different mm-hmm. photos show different sides of your personality you know you might have a smiley headshot but then you might have some fierce yes. fashion shots so i just love that um that's that's a lovely a lovely book i was telling eden before we jumped on because i i out of all the people i've seen win and i need to be respectful of everyone who eden was competing with but i was not surprised when i saw that eden had won it just didn't surprise me i i felt because chloe was saying that in her gut she felt it i wouldn't i don't know what mm-hmm. i'd say that but it's like eden once like yeah of course of course she did like that doesn't <laughs> surprise me at all so um eden what have you got coming up Let, let's let's give you a time frame so the rest of this year what uh, what have you got coming up in terms of crown duties, what are you allowed to say? And <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm actually over in. I've got something for every week up until Christmas now, um, and a lot of it is over um, in like England and Wales and stuff. So it's just great to be able to get around, you know, the mm. whole of you know Great Britain and the UK and Northern Ireland because <laughs> yeah um, and obviously I won a trip to Dubai as one of my prizes so Chloe and I will be hopefully jetting off very soon and then obviously the three of us are also going on a ski trip <laughs> so yeah I'm very very busy and um, I wouldn't have it any other way like I just I'm just enjoying it so much and it's only been is it two two weeks two weeks and a bit and already I think like, so yeah it's already so incredible so I know I'm excited for the rest of the year um yeah busy busy but it's good amazing that sash is going to be very well worn out by the time you yeah. do get to hangover a uh, hangover dear me handover hangover um oh uh, well okay well eden congratulations again um Thank and good so luck much. for the rest of your reign i'm sure we'll be chatting again soon yes. chloe and danielle you. have you guys got anything exciting coming up over the next week it's my birthday it's my birthday. Oh, that's right. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sum, 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 ho. 33? Number 33? 33. 33. 33. I don't know if your Chinese restaurants do this, but here you can never book a table at a Chinese restaurant. They don't allow you to. So you have to, you have to queue up outside. You get a number, and then they call out your number. And for some reason, this is way back in school, they always seem to use the number 33. It was always 33. So you'd always hear number 33, sam sap, sam ho, number 33. So that's – so, Danielle, you're turning sam sap, sam ho, 333. Yeah. What are you doing yeah. for the big 3-3, apart from the being big, a cat mom? The big 3-3, three three, um, Jordan has booked us a little spa break. So on Friday oh. night – 
being whisked Aww. away to the Cotswolds, my favorite, one of my favorite <laughs> places in the UK. <laughs> Love the Cotswolds. So uh, we'll be having some, we'll be being pampered while we're there and I'll have a nice rest because I've been very busy. Um, yeah. And on the Sunday, I have my shoot with Charlotte, which I still need to style myself for. I've styled everyone else, but I haven't styled myself. So we'll see what I'll pull out the bag. I'm sure you'll oh. be fine. Pull the cat over the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, oh my God, I could take the kittens. Oh, that would be such a cute shirt. I can't, I can't, it's too far. I can't take because we're going straight from the spa. So yeah. oh. nice and relaxed, and then we'll be driving up from the spa up to Leeds. So unless we bring the, the kittens to the spa, no. Yeah. We've got we've got someone. <laughs> don't let the kittens near any of your dresses or gowns though, because you know My, what cats oh, are like. They love to oh. scratch things. Yeah. yeah. They do. I think Danielle has dropped off. Okay, well, Danielle's oh. gone. Chloe what, well, Chloe, what have you got coming up over the next week? So over the next week, I will be trying to get settled back down at uni. Obviously, me and Eden need to be going to the library because Masters isn't really something you can wing, one may say. Um, we're going to have to put the hard work in this year, and I've no doubt that we're going to do that, doing that alongside working, and then... This best friend just won Miss Great Britain and the other best friend is competing in Miss Universe Great Britain next weekend. So we've got that. Oh, me. We also, me and Eden, also need to organize that trip as well. Me and Eden, just, <laughs> we, we, we make all these trips in our head and then like the night before we'll like book our flights or hotel. Yeah. Like, oh, let's, we're so relaxed. Um, Are you we'll two last minute Leslie's? It sounds we like are, you're lost. Yeah, we places. normally are. But I did say to Chloe a couple <laughs> to of weeks ago, I said, Chloe, we cannot be like that this year. Like this year, we need to actually organise ourselves um, and book things in advance. But <laughs> and it's not going, that I'm going to plan very well. <laughs> hang on, hang on. I, now, remember when you two went on a trip like last year and Eden was about to come on the podcast and I just remembered this. You messaged me saying that there was something that I couldn't say on the podcast because you two uh, had had a slight misadventure. I don't know if you're and <laughs> Eden's mum will be watching this, but you said I couldn't say anything because your mum didn't know. Does she know that now? I think, Chloe, do you know what I'm talking about? About us getting lost. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Does she know now? No, getting lost. No. Oh well. Oh dear. You two sound like oh. You two sound like misadventures all the time. Are you on, Danielle? Can we? I don't know My mom also didn't know that about that either. Sorry. <laughs> She's got. Yeah. Oh dear. All Aww. right. Well, hopefully you have. Uh, hopefully well, let's the, just say we're so clumsy at the airport. <laughs> Let, let's make sure that Danny's on the same flight as us when we go to um, France so we don't get lost France. in the airport again. I nearly, oh, I nearly said Italy there. Here, I would have ended up in Italy. <laughs> like, uh, Eden's in the wrong country. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Uh, well, not, well, Eden, no more stopovers. So when it comes to, like, your pageants, and then you can be so disorganized when it comes to a holiday it's like split personality thing going on here 
I have tried to. I think get it's me. Uh, we do need to get them. Yes. Back. Yeah. It's yes, probably Claudia, my fault because I I always I, take I couldn't imagine trying to organize anything whilst going around with Chloe. It's just too spontaneous. Yeah. Yeah. If he follows her, we're going to be hearing some very interesting noises. <laughs> the insides of a kitty. All right. Okay. Well, I think we've caught up with everyone, so we'll hold it there. Um, thank you so much, Eden, for coming on. I know you are super busy. Well, and, thank you uh, for thank having you me. Anytime. And thank you to Danielle and Chloe for coming on. It's nice to see all of you on at once. It's been a while since we had everyone on. Um, and Morris, yeah, hit it, hit it. Morris, a big slap. <laughs> oh, hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it. All right. Oh. oh, okay. I'm going to oh. hold it there before Morris steals the show. And um, we will speak to you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for watching. Pageant Sorority Access opens up on Monday the 1st of November. To get early access, head to thepageantsorority.com and enter your email address. Hope to see you there and see you next time.